Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Yes, it is time for my very favourite part of the show and we have got a very special Sunday service today because we are joined again by the lovely Alan Leonard but we are also, as a treat, a birthday treat weekend, we're joined in studio by the wonderful David O'Reilly. Hello, you're very welcome. Hello, a double dipping Sunday service. We're loving it. <laughs> this is why we got you on. <laughs> for one-liners like that alone. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely no problem. Any excuse to rob anything off Jennifer Zamparelli and I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, don't tell every told her. She'll be in. She'll be on her way to the studio yeah. now. She'll be driving. She'll be driving back here, <laughs> reefing you out of the studio and going for it. Uh, to give people just a little visualization of what is happening in studio at the minute. Um, I we look. We tore the arse out of the birthday celebrations yesterday. It's a birthday weekend. It's a birthday yeah, it's weekend. Birthday I mean, weekend. it's actually a birthday month. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything to go by, you know, uh, what I love is a celebration. And we held on to the birthday tiaras that we had yesterday. For context, Ellen, or not Ellen. You are Ellen. Orla bought birthday tiaras yesterday instead of party hats because she just thought that they were a bit more of a vibe. I love that. She's a woman of class. Yeah. I have to agree with her. The two of you walked in the studio each wearing a birthday tiara. I love it. Yeah. And I'll never walk in here without one again. This they really suit you guys. Thanks. Well, like, the funny thing is, is that no one told us. These are just our own that we just arrived with. <laughs> yeah, like, we were, me and Ellen were walking through RTE like this today, waving <laughs> at everyone. Hello. It's the, the Fox. You've heard of the Jubilee. This is the Foxy Lee. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well, we have got so much to cover today, which is why we had to bring two of you in. And we're going to kick it off with Madonna. Like, okay, I'm going to let you guys go for it, but I am, or I already know what my stance is. Madonna at the Grammys, she caused so much controversy and it wasn't for her, her speech, it was for how she looked, which I think it's 2023. How are we still here? But go on. Okay, so just just to kick it off, poor Elle Madonna, we're talking about her again, which I'm sure she's not mad about, but um, she did take to the internet, uh, she had a very strong reaction against people calling her unrecognisable. And I'm a bit torn on this. I'm sure you're not. <laughs> but um, people have said that she really doesn't look like herself. But she's hit back now and said that people have ruined this history-making performance because she was giving an award for Sam Smith's Unholy. Um, and people have focused on her looks and she's just raging about this. She just thinks it's completely unnecessary. Don't talk about me like that. Don't look at me like that. And she feels that she is caught in like ageism, misogyny, and she feels that people just can't get past people's looks, especially when you're over the age of 45. Which I agree with her to an extent that (laughs) like why are we so obsessed with what people do to their face? It's their face. They can do whatever they want with it. However, she probably has taken it slightly too far. If anyone hasn't seen her, you can go onto her TikTok and find her there. She has put up so much stuff kind of off the back of this fighting against it. But I am torn because is it really anything to do with us? David, I don't think so. where do you stand? Well, I don't really get it I, why everyone's surprised. It's Madonna. <laughs> like, she's had a career of being making shocking decisions, shocking performances, wearing hardly anything because that's her brand like that's who she is and and this whole kind of shock at at Madonna of of suddenly you know deciding that she wants to do plastic surgery like it was a new thing that just happened and Madonna invented plastic surgery listen I, I'm all down for women making choices and doing whatever the hell they want and I heard a great phrase the other uh, couple of weeks ago an actor friend of mine was her one of her bosses on the TV show said go on tell me who's had a bit of work done and they went no and you went what 
you've not even had Botox. Went, oh no, darling, that's Botox is just good hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm brilliant. using that. Botox is just good hygiene. But you know, going back to Madonna, like the, the thing is, why are we so upset? Do you remember when Renee Zellweger mm-hmm. had oh, surgery God, and yeah. she had lost a lot of weight, a significant amount of weight, and everyone was in uproar like and, and and there is a kind of that vibe of a woman reaches a certain age in this business and then suddenly any you know if you best believe if madonna put on a cardigan grew her gray hair and wore a pair of loafers there'd be equal amount of disgust so doesn't you're you're damned if you do and you're damned yeah. if you don't do you know that, what i mean yeah, like with madonna true. i feel like with madonna though we've seen her on social over the last i suppose the year in particular where she has face tuned an awful lot of her photos and i for a while i just thought she was absolutely trolling us because you know she took the Facetune to a whole new level and, and also Facetune the people around her uh, which was unbelievable this was the first time I'd seen her in real life you know not through a screen that was her phone screen mm-hmm. I can't imagine what the pressure is to feel like because she's a global superstar Madonna has been around for all of us it's been around for or she has been around she's not a brand in herself but she's been around for our parents generations yeah. like everybody is so hyper aware of who she is but imagine the pressure of taking that on of okay well I need to look as young as the next thing coming up yeah. and and staying relevant and doing that and look sometimes you can take it too far with surgery I've done it myself not surgery but with Botox and lip filler mm-hmm. I've put too much I've gotten too much Botox where I absolutely cannot move my forehead <laughs> I've put too much lip filler in where I honestly look like a duck and you're going oh but it, it was that panic when I was going in to get the work that I was like no 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 I, I want more I want more I want more and coming out afterwards where you just go oh what am I after doing also mm-hmm. it was your choice your decision exactly. and you can make the decision then to not have it done do you know yeah. what i mean this has happened though like up until about six months ago it's gone very far though so i don't know what's after happening in the last six months where she's just like like grand let's go for it let's just make me not look like it. and i do think that's sad that she feels that she has to do that and she's she has come out and said before that she's not against having plastic surgery but she is against having to discuss it so I agree with her at the same time, but when I look at her, I find it startling. But she's she's clearly happy. She's happy. She well, she I, I don't know. Like she hasn't said she's not happy. Ah, she's, Madonna. So... she's Madonna. She's happy. Do you know what I mean? I'm happy. I'm happy. Not thinking for about her, Madonna. She's Madonna. <laughs> um, next up, we are moving on to. Okay, it is Valentine's week, I suppose. Like it's kicking all off on Tuesday. Gwyneth Paltrow, another person who I just think trolls us down to That's the it. last penny. Has she can't. She can't be serious about any of these. Um, David O'Reilly, please let us know what is Gwyneth Paltrow at right now. Well, she's decided to unveil. Um, unveil. Unveil. <laughs> unveil her latest zany guide for Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, by her her website, which is called <clears throat> Goop. I mean, that just sounds like something you'd cough up after a chest infection, doesn't it? Or something like that. Uh, oh, I've got an awful goop. It sounds like half the country right before Christmas there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They all had the goop. Have you had the goop? I've had the goop. Um, and so it's she's it's kind of like a series of like what suggestions of different nights and different outfits. Now, listen, I'm not entirely sure who this is her target audience is for this it's not us let me tell you because the price tag of that I'd have to remortgage a house that I don't actually own like my (laughs) non-existent house and also I'm not sure I can get on board with a woman who sold a candle that smells of her clacker you know what I mean I just I don't know if I can (laughs) so basically she's selling all these slippers and rugs and blankets I mean the slippers are 700 pounds the blanket is 500 pounds what would you be doing spend and do you know what I'd be afraid to touch it well, this is it. Like, no. if you're, if it's Valentine's Day, you want to get a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
And you'd be afraid to ruin it. Get off that. That was 500. Don't make a mess. You no. know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It is. And like you said at the start, Laura, she's a hundred. Like, there's a thing called like rage farming where she gets everyone like us talking on air now about this. She's trailed if she heard this, but she gets you raging over stuff. So we'll talk about it. And she's she's nailing it. Who she buys has... this? There was an outfit for like £9,000 that's going to come off you hopefully that night again. Anyway, so what's the point? <laughs> yeah, if like... it's any sort of a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> and let me tell you, who's buying it? No one, because her company in the UK is closing down. <laughs> yeah. She's a million pounds in debt. She's really not, like she hasn't hit it over here at all. I know in the US that she has like Goop Kitchen and everything. So like you can, <laughs> you can actually like order like rotisserie chickens and you can get like different sauces. And so she's really kind of nailed it over there. So obviously your market in the US... I, I look I'll get in trouble again if I say anything about the, the US people but like I love Americans but maybe they're just a little bit more gullible <laughs> and they're just di- dying into it because it's Gwyneth Paltrow she can kind of sell anything yeah. but all it really takes probably for the payoff of any of these because she's not buying like a £500 blanket is not being bought in for £500 she sells one she's probably covered the entire cost of what she's supposed to be mm. selling so look I am here for a bit of trolling I'm here for us talking about it. Do we think that any of these plans are are worth it? No, no absolutely, no, absolutely not. not. I think you'd like the slippers, though. You love a bit of uh, ostrich yeah. feather, don't you? I absolutely yeah, do not. not just, no, well, not real ostrich feather, oh, yeah, you know, like Laura, 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 Laura Fox. <laughs> She's faux fur, guys, faux fur yeah, fox. I was going to say, I was like, excuse you, David Arroyo, you've come onto the wrong show if you're talking about any form of animal abuse here. But you like the fe- you like a bit of fle- feather around the wrist, don't oh, you? God, a yeah, bit of a fake feather. Well, these slippers look like, you know, a bird's fallen from the sky and landed on a pair of sliders. Well, if you don't remember, it is the show's birthday, so maybe I might treat myself. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Oh, two. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. You are very welcome back to our second part of Sunday Service, joined in studio today by the lovely Ellen Leonard and the fabulous David O'Reilly sporting some gorgeous tiaras. Mm. <laughs> uh, guys, let's get straight back into it. We are talking about, um, <laughs> it was one of my favourite moments on the red carpet ever, Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Ellen? Yes, so Ash- Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon have a new Netflix uh, movie that was just released on Friday called Your Place or Mine. It's the same writers as Devil Wears Prada and 27 Dresses. So perfect now coming into Valentine's if you're looking for some rubbish to watch. I have watched the trailer. It does look like rubbish, but good rubbish. Oh, that's my favourite time. Yes, That's same. my favourite kind of TV. Like, yeah, honestly, love I love nothing more than knowing that Brian is going to be late at work and I have the telly just to watch absolute and utter trash. Yeah, love yeah. it. Live for it. You know, and sometimes you need a little bit of a breather from Real yeah. Housewives. And your face <laughs> yes. is like sore after watching it because you've realised you had a stupid smile on your face for two hours. And like, you've cried for no yeah. reason at all. Oh, it really makes you feel alive. But, they have been out on the red carpet and created a little, I would say a mini media storm uh, for their very awkward red carpet poses at the premiere of the film. So if you haven't seen it, you could just quickly Google them and they're like two planks beside each other. <laughs> they're trying so hard to make it look like they don't like each other that I feel that they're up to no good. Oh, no way! Yeah, I think if you're trying that hard to make it look like you don't like someone, you really like Do someone. Do you know what it reminds it's me like of? like being mean to someone in school. It, it, uh, yeah, yeah. I actually think, the, oh, what I actually think by looking at the photos is it reminds me of like a real like corporate awards. Yeah. You, you know, kind of where they're not really used to getting their photo taken all that much and it's like, oh, what way do I stand? Do I, do I put my arm here? Do I stand a little bit to the side? Yeah. Or whatever? But you think that they're smooching. 
A hundred percent. Not liable anybody. I love Mila Kunis and like Reese uh, did an interview recently on I think Today or something on America and she was like, oh yeah, I talk to Mila all the time. Like me and Mila are best friends. Like we've been texting each other and like when Ashton rocks in wearing something weird, like I'll text Mila saying, oh, what have you put Ashton in? I'm like, no, it's too much. It's too much. You're hiding something. You're up to no good. I don't don't know. where, where, Where do you stand? No, I think Ellen, you're really clutching there now. You're really getting right down into the depths of it there. <laughs> no, do you know what? Is it, we are we are we are conditioned, aren't we? Uh, you know, with moments like that to kind of think, what is really? Go-? We've all turned to, you know, Happy Valley has us all turned into detectives. You know, <laughs> what is really going on there? For me, it's just a, a fantastic moment of awkwardness once again. Do you know what I mean? These red carpet uh, awkwardness moments are just what I live for. Like, do you remember when um, the actress from Will and Grace was being interviewed by Entertainment Tonight, and she brought up um, about the fact that the female presenters on Entertainment Tonight are paid less than the male on Entertainment Tonight, live on the red carpet. It was incredible. Or moments where Raven Simone was ushered on because one of the Kardashians had arrived. So she's like, thank you, Raven. Like, like moments like that I live for. And it was actually one this week, not on a red carpet, but you know, um, it was Joe Biden's State of the Union yeah. this week. And uh, Jill Biden, his wife, um, was greeting Kamala Harris's husband up in the, what do you call it, the boxes? I don't yeah, know, up in the, up in the stands. Up in the stand. And um, they obviously went to embrace each other, but gave each other a smacker on the lip. Oh, no, they did not. Full on lip locking, like lip, <laughs> lip locking. And I thought, that's fantastic because those awkward moments I live for because both of them knew then and then that every paper around the world was taking photos and suddenly Jill Biden was lip locking with Kamala I mean, Harris. That, ha- that happens to the best of us. That happened to me a few years ago on my J1 in New York saying I was working in uh, the keg room in New York City and I loved you my manager. You were working where? It was a bar called the keg room. Oh, I thought you said the cow room. I thought you said the cow room as well. <laughs> I was like, what were you that at? sounds like that would suit me as well, to be honest. <laughs> and I was saying goodbye to my manager, Barry, and he was so good to me. Like, he was really not, gave me all the good, like, time shifts, not shift shifts. And I was leaning in for a hug, and he was leaning in for a hug, and he was going to give me a peck on the cheek, and I was going to give him a peck on the cheek, but instead we ended up full on <laughs> kissing each other. This man is in his 60s, and I just, just, and that was the last I've ever seen him. And it, it went unspoken. And I just walked out onto New York streets and I was like, what has happened? You just shifted a six-year-old man. (laughs) The poor man probably didn't know what to do. He walked home that night. He did it to me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You left him with a lasting impression anyway. Thankfully, no one was filming that. (laughs) I still think about it to this day. I think, should I reach out and talk to him about it or just leave it? Hey, Baza, this has been eating me up alive for the last five years. (laughs) Can you please mind getting back to me? Thank you very much. Do you know what though? Those those awkward, embarrassing moments are one of my favourite things. It's like, you know, when someone in school we'll call teacher mommy oh the worst the worst like, absolutely. Like, that's still eating people up inside, David. I feel like you're a culprit of this by, by your oh, reaction. Oh, God. And you can literally, the f- one or two syllables come out and you can't stop yourself. Mamma no, no. And the whole class turn around and look at you and your face, you can feel the redness going up from oh. the bottom of your chin to your forehead. It's oh, one of those awful things. But I just, I live with those. There's another awkward moment with uh, Reese Witherspoon and someone else on the red carpet and they obviously went to shake hands, but they overshot and grabbed each other by the wrist. Oh, so and there's a photo like this of the two of them just grabbing each other by the wrist and shaking it's like that wrist. world peace uh, <laughs> you know like they're holding yes. on across the globe yes. I think that we're forgetting oh, at the core so that these funny. are two uh, very well paid actors who are looking for some promo for a new slightly trashy movie yeah. that is on Netflix well it's worked it has worked very very I'm well I'm still standing by my views with this one though 
Rihanna, next. Let's move on. Rihanna at the Super Bowl tonight. Yes, Rihanna is at the Super Bowl tonight. She hasn't performed live for seven years. Have you seen all the memes about this online? It's probably been my favourite thing where everyone's like, wonder if she'll drop new music or just a new Fenty product. (laughs) Please just give us a new track. Literally, I know, we're begging. We're begging for new music. But I want want a Rihanna banger. I don't want a Rihanna movie soundtrack, which is what we got already. And look, for her first music in six years, I can't even think of the name of it off the top of my head. All I want is a bit of Shut Up and Drive, you know, like SOS, like old school, good Banger, Rihanna. Honest to God, I'm, I don't think be I'm being too. No, I agree, and I I would imagine that's what she's going to give us for the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't know. Ah, uh, stop. So what else know. could she? It'd be no, Laura skeptical. I mean, I I'm Ellen on this. I think I think we're going to get an announcement of a tour. Disturbing. I think we're going to get a new album. Yeah. And if they want to chuck in a Fenty handbag with that, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Like I'm so on board with that. Do you know what I mean? But like. You're right. There, you know, I want those. Do you remember her performance on X Factor a few years yes. ago? Um, I'm like, I that's the, that's the Rihanna that music. Like, but I definitely think I th- think we're gonna get that tonight. I think we're gonna get it. I really do. I would like to say that I brought the two of you in here, so you're not supposed to gang up on me. Okay, you're actually supposed to be on my side about things. But it is a 13 minute slot, though. There's going to have to be a bit of umbrella. There's going to have to be a bit of disturbia. Yeah. What's she going to do? Only otherwise? girl in the world. I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I hope she just doesn't come out and do a makeup she, tutorial. She is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Live think, TikTok, everybody. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry, go on, David. No, 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 no. I, th- I think Laura's right. And I think what's interesting is, is that actually, I think for the first time in quite a while, she seems to have, there's a lot more of a buzz about this yeah. year's Super mm. Bowl performance because, she, you know, what was it you said earlier on? Farming? When, Rage farming. Rage farming. I almost feel like she's tapping into that a little bit, Ellen. Do you know mm. what I mean? In the sense of like, She's kind of keeping us waiting, keeping us waiting. She knows her brand, she knows her brand, and then tonight she's going to come out like bam, boom, and we don't know who her special guests are going to be either. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right, as skeptical as I want to be, I will always be a Rihanna stan. So I think that this is a perfect time to uh, let's just up and drive. Oh, I love that. Sunday service with Laura Fox on Two FM. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Uh, yes, we're into our final part of Sunday service and we are talking about questionable tattoos. <laughs> Ellen. Well, I wouldn't know anything now about a questionable tattoo, but Taiko Watiti has revealed that he's gotten a cute little new tattoo on his hand um, of the letter R. So original, don't know where he got it from, obsessed. To me, it looks like a sticker and he's just peeled it off. Like, I haven't actually seen the tattoo tattoos. And just for anybody who is wondering, this is for his wife, Rita Ora. Yes, Rita Ora, exactly. So, Taika Waititi, he's a really well-known director. He's done, like, Jojo Rabbit and Suicide Squad. Um, And they recently got married last year, I think Mm -hmm. it was. So, of course, what do you do then? You have to get a tattoo. It's the next step, apparently, in marriage these days. Uh, Orla had a really good point earlier on that her mother always gives advice where she said, oh, tattoo your children onto you because they are a guarantee for life not to be cynical about relationships but I like, don't know if my parents that tells us a lot about Orla, doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet and simple uh, any tattoos any question about tattoos and neither of you no no, no. tattoo I don't have it. I'm just too scared same I'm too indecisive I'd be like you know what I'd love this and then the next week I'd be like hey to get it off me can't do that so <laughs> yeah and I, do you know, I loved about this one was did you see people were like 
he got or on his right uh, on his right hand. Is he going to get L on his left hand so he knows which way he's going, what My direction he's that. going? Brilliant. My brother did it on his two calves. He did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. You know, actually, they were the initials of his ex-girlfriend, but they kind of worked out to being the left and the right calf. No yeah, way. It, they were one of those stick tattoos, so it was like stupidly done, not in a tattoo parlor, and that's what he he does it off at now. He goes, oh no no, it's just so I can tell my legs apart. <laughs> tell my legs. I know, I know, which is my right from my left. Um, question about I have a very question about tattoos. Uh, speaking of children I got a dog paw when I was 18 because I thought it was a really good idea where is it? it's on my uh, arse yeah it is <laughs> on your arse on my arse yeah. yeah thought that was really fun myself and one of the other girls went in and she also got now at least mine is kind of a little bit cool because we were at that um, era of like Eve you know where she had the two dog mm. paws in her boobs and I thought that's a bit too much because a bit a, bit, a tiny, tiny bit too noticeable <laughs> but that's what I wanted to go for initially and I compromised but she got these love hearts and there's all these circles of love hearts shout out to Lindsay uh, so yeah, she regrets hers a lot more than I do. But no one can see it. No, but the thing is, Laura, and this is, uh, you know, it kind of goes in with a story I was going to tell. That's a dog paw now. What if you put a bit of timber on? That'd be like a bear a bear paw. Like it'd be huge. Um, my mom's friend, um, she got a shamrock on her stomach and her mother said to her, it's fine now, it's a shamrock. When you're pregnant, it'd be like a tree. Oh, you know <laughs> I'd love to hear from our listeners though on 51552 have you any tattoos you regret or do you just stand by all the decisions that you make there was one recently Laura didn't somebody get Marty Whelan tattooed yeah on their leg and I think there was another one of Davy Fitzgerald from the coach from Ireland's fittest family like <laughs> You Marty, know. I understand. I would never regret a tattoo of Marty. Do you know what actually happened, though? I went to, I happened to be sitting upstairs when the Marty tattoos took off. I love that. And Afrik was covering the Jennifer Zamparelli show at the time. And she had Marty in. And while I was upstairs, I ordered like a hundred Marty Whelan transfer tattoos. I got a picture of the can tattoo. You that you got. That? Oh, oh, can you get that? They were hot commodity. So I'll actually try and get you one. Do sneak allowed. me over one, please. Oh I love that. You know, sure well, when, when I was in Benidorm, um, the TV series, people... Were you in Benidorm, the TV yeah, series? Yeah, series 9 and 10. I played Stop. being on series 9 and 10, yeah. Stop. Yeah, the only Irish, the only Irish character ever on, Be- on Benidorm. But when, when we were out there, people would come up and show. One man got, you know the swimming pool? Yeah. Got the swimming pool tattooed on his stomach of Benidorm, of Aww. the hotel. <laughs> one of them got... John Chalice tattooed him, Tony Mosley who played the gay hairdresser Kenneth, their faces all over his stomach. I, sw- I, th- I swear one man's whole leg is like, what's they call it? A sleeve on a, uh, yeah. what's it called on your leg? Like Probably a, a, a legging. Leg, a, legging. Yeah. <laughs> a legging. He's got a full legging of tattoos of Benidorm all over his leg. And it was kind of come a competition between the actors. Have you been tattooed in anybody's body yet? Don't have you fish. been bad? Yeah, and I, I I don't think I ever have been, but... You know you've made if someone gets your face tattooed on them, don't you? I know. Maybe Somebody I... needs to do that for me. So, I won't accept anything less. I, I would actually be very careful what you wish for right here, Ellen, because you could be getting photos into the WhatsApp soon enough. <laughs> Ellen Leonard and David O'Reilly, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday service. Hopefully, we'll have you back again next week. Thank you. Thanks very much. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM.